Welcome back to another episode, another daily dose of Mitch Ping coming at you right through your speakers, right through your headphones, about to deliver some value bombs. We're dropping knowledge today. I'm going to give you a, a quick metaphor, analogy, example from life uh, and kind of give it to you in the form of, of a garden. Um, so this kind of this idea came to me when I was reading the the values factor by Dr. G uh, John D Martini. Um, I'd done a lot of work with uh, Mojo Master, who who I guess was mentored or, or did a lot of research with um, John D Martini. So I kind of went down the rabbit hole of learning more about uh, about that stuff because uh, I'm now starting to expand. Uh, who I'm looking for, for knowledge and, and research and understanding and different opinions and stuff. And I think that's, that's awesome. And that's probably um, one of the, the little hints that you get in life is you're like, okay, well, what do I research next? Or what should I do next? Or what's my calling? And you kind of just, the, the, the more you research and the more you understand your values and what you're doing in life, I think the better you get at figuring out the signals. You know, you become more aware of those those little hints that you get. Anyway, so I was reading this book um, for probably, I think it's like the third time I've read it. And he talks about your values and your goals. Now, I know that values are a really big deal and, you know, they're your intrinsic set of priorities, your hierarchy of life there. You know, a, a simple way to look at it is if you valued everything exactly the same, then, and everything was just as important as everything else, you know, I go for a walk or I don't go for a walk. I eat food or I don't eat food. I hang out with my family or I don't hang out with my family. I take my kids to school or I don't take my kids to school. That one's not important than the other. One doesn't matter. They're just the same. There's no priority. There's no value. There's no meaning to anything, right? So you go, if you think there's no, you don't have an intrinsic set of priorities, then yeah, then I think that's a bit <laughs> ignorant, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's my imbalanced perception. But, you know, we, we, whether we want to admit it or not, everything we do, is because we think there's more benefits than drawbacks. Everything we do, we do it because we think that the action we're taking is going to give us or others more value. So that's where your values come from and you're already living your values. You just might not be clear on them. And all the stresses and challenges that you get in life are just feedback to get you aware and heading in the right direction to live your values and be more aware of them and achieve more. So anyway, once you're clear on your values, one uh, which Martini he breaks down and, and I've got a cheat sheet on values as well that'll help you get clear and ask, uh, ask you questions and stuff so you can figure out, okay, what do I actually prioritize in life? Where am I most valuable? Where am I most focused, disciplined, resilient, reliable, organized? Uh, all those things. So I can send you that if you want or you can read this book, The Values Factor. And once you're clear on that, then you get clear on your goals. Now, it's taken me, I, I think the second time reading it, it started to click in. But now the third time, 
reading it because I'm so smart, you know, I just read books all day, like the third time I'm reading. Oh, my God, I'm so smart. But it's the third time I'm reading it and it's finally starting to click that I'm – because now I'm way more clear on my values. There's still a lot of work to do, but I'm more clear on my values and I'm starting to get more clear on my specific goals. And not just goals within your values, but goals within the areas of your life. So this is what I'm getting at. And this is probably the biggest learning that I picked up today is that if you are not thinking about or if you're if you're not putting these small action steps in place for all areas of your life, then you will eventually be, well, not eventually, but you'll be disempowered by the areas that you are not empowered in. So a good example is your time management. If you're not empowered in your time management and you you can't prioritize your values properly, then what's going to happen is, you know, that's, I'll, I'll get to the example later, but that's like a weed growing in your garden. You have a beautiful garden and there's a weed that starts to grow. And that weed is the the time management because your time management needs a bit of work and needs a bit of fine tuning. And a lot of people would just kind of sit on the sidelines and be like, um, yeah, whatever, it's okay. I'll get to it later. And if you're disempowered by your time management, you'll be overpowered by it. You'll be mastered by it. That weed in the garden is going to lead you instead of you being a leader. That weed is going to control you. And the the longer you wait to empower yourself in areas where you're disempowered, the harder it's going to be to break out and pull the the weed, pull the root of the weed out. So you have your values, you're clear on your values, you set goals. Now it's really important to live your highest values, but you also need to keep in mind and be aware of the other areas of your life. So let's say if you want to make a million dollars and that's your highest value is money, right? You just want to make a million dollars and I'm just using that as a simple example. So you want to make a million dollars. Now, okay, this month I'm going to make, you know, $50,000 and then the next month I'm going to make $60,000 and you kind of, you have these massive goals for for money, right? Because it's the highest value. Now, let's say family is a very low value of you, of yours. So if you just you know, head down, ass up and you put the the blind the blinders on and you just focus on money and you forget about family. You're like, yeah, family's not important, whatever. What will eventually happen is you will get feedback in your own life to bring you back and to make you aware that you actually need the area of life that is your family to be empowered and be empowered by all areas of your life. So what Martini is, is getting at or what I think he's getting at is be clear on what your highest values are, what your highest priorities are. And then in the background, just set these little small action goals. So instead of like just completely disregarding your family, have a goal to like see your family once a month or to call your mum once a week or whatever it is. So then in the background, you start building up momentum for your family. So then when you start getting older and you do have billions of dollars, that you can go back and you have the skills and the knowledge and the understanding to help you, you know, remain empowered in all areas of your life. 
So I did a whole spiel on my Instagram story today, and I, I think I'm going to highlight it. I haven't highlighted anything on my my Instagram story before, but I think this might be the the first one. Lucky you guys. But yeah, so what I what I mentioned in in my story was that you will only get more if you can manage what you already have. So if you can't manage a small garden, you will never be given a bigger garden. Or even if you do get given a bigger garden, you won't be able to manage it. So you will always go back to the level that you can manage and understand, always. So you hear about people who win the lottery, they get millions of dollars, bang, couple years later, it's all gone. Because they don't know how to manage all areas of their life or they're, they're, they're not clear in their values. So that's one of the points. And, and another thing with the garden is that you will always, 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 always have weeds and you'll always have beautiful flowers. You can never have one without the other. And the, the more flowers that you grow and the bigger your flowers grow, the more you need to water them and nurture them and look after them and understand them and plan for them and, and all these things. And at the same time, there's going to be little weeds that start to come up. But if you're, if you're letting weeds grow for years, you know, you're going to have to get in the garden and do lots of hard work and fucking slog it out if you want to get rid of all of it quickly. And it's going to mess your garden up and you have to, you know, basically do the whole thing again. But, if you, if you are aware that there's always going to be flowers, there was always going to be weeds, you can, you can water the flowers, but at the same time, every day, just the small little things, just scan the garden. Do I have any weeds popping up? Oh, look, there's a little thing popping up. I'm just going to get my two fingers and just pluck that little weed out because I'm just keeping everything nice and trim. So that's the, that's the garden metaphor. You will always have flowers. You also you will always have weeds. If you do not attend to the weeds, the weeds will go stronger, and the weeds will overpower you. You will be mastered by the weeds. You will be controlled by the weeds. You will be, I think I said disempowered by the weeds, but overpowered by the weeds. You know, you get the point. So you want to be the master, you want to be the leader, you want to be in control, and you want to be empowered. So just what what are the key things that you want to dedicate your life to? What are your, your biggest values? Get clear on those. What are your goals for those big values? But also, what are your goals for the little values or the the, the other areas of your life? Because the the amazing thing is that the, the more aware you are, and the longer term, the, the 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 bigger your time horizon. So the longer you think, uh, the further ahead in time, I guess you think about the other areas of your life is the more it'll open up the higher part of your brain and the more inspired you'll be to live your higher values. Because if, if going back to that example of money being your highest value and family being very low, if you know and you can see in your mind that in 50 years, you're going to have enough wealth to leave a legacy and create a family, you're going to give, give yourself the opportunity for that. And you're going to, it's actually going to inspire you because you're going to think about 
wealth structures and how would I do this and what would be in my will and you start thinking about all these things differently. Whereas if you just have a weed growing, the weeds shut your brain down. The weeds cause volatile emotions that stop you from thinking long-term and they keep you stuck. So pull the fucking weeds out. Just one, one, one little itsy bitsy, one little itsy bitsy weed at a time. And the cool thing is the, the first weed you pull out, it's actually going to be the hardest. All it takes is pulling out that first weed and then it gets easier. But the longer you wait to pull the weeds out, the deeper those roots will grow and the harder it's going to be to start flourishing all the other flowers and the harder it's going to be to grow a bigger garden because if you're overgrown with weeds, how are you going to be able to manage a bigger garden? You're going to be in there all day pulling weeds out. So common excuses that people have um, about pulling the weeds out. Now, this is where it gets a bit tricky and I was trying to explain this in like uh, 15 seconds on my Instagram or, or Facebook story. But the, the six biggest excuses or areas of life that, that hold you back and you can be disempowered in. So you have your time management. So some people will say, I don't have enough time to pull out the weeds. Okay, well, if you're not clear on your time management, when can you find 10 minutes in your entire week? Because I bet you can find that. Because time management is fucking bullshit. It's energy management. Because most people do things that they don't want to do. And when you're doing something you don't want to do, you're not fully present in it. And it takes you longer and it builds up emotion. It builds up resent. It builds up guilt. It builds up shame. So once you actually get clear on your values and you build the self-worth to put your foot down and set clear boundaries and prioritize more effectively, then you actually become a lot more efficient with your energy. If you become more efficient with your energy and your focus, you become more efficient with your time because you get things done faster. So if you say, I don't have time, you will never have time. You need to make time. Everyone has 24 hours in the day. So there's a the time management. Something else people will say, I don't have enough money to pull the weeds out. Oh, Mitch, I've got to work all day. I don't have money to uh, to pull the weeds out. I've got to, you know, I can't afford a gardener or, you know, I don't have the time and the money to... Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't have money to, to buy gardening tools. I don't have money to um, water my garden. I don't like all this. So money is a very common problem. But once again, everyone has fucking money. The problem isn't that you don't have money. The problem is that you're not clear on your values and you spend money on instant gratification bullshit. But that's a whole nother fucking <laughs> podcast. The third thing. I don't have enough energy to pull the weeds out. Oh, it's been a long day. I've been working all day. I've been looking after the kids. I've been, uh, what's something else? I've been out uh, with my family. I've been in my relationship. I've been, uh, haven't got much sleep, all this, all this shit, right? I don't have enough energy. That's your health. So, you need to start very small and simple because it's a small, unsexy, insignificant things that lead to the greatest results. 
So your health is one of my highest values. So to me, health, it's like, okay, are you drinking water? Are you eating vegetables? Are you, you know, prioritizing your sleep at night? Do you have a stress management routine? Are you moving? You know, are you literally just going for a walk? You know, all these simple, simple things that are actually going to help you get more energy. Water and water and sleep are probably the biggest ones. Number four, I'm not inspired to pull the weeds out. So this is the area of your life of spirituality, uh, I guess. Um, and it's it's kind of, that was a tricky one to kind of describe. I'm not inspired to pull the weeds out, but let's say you just don't have the the mental focus or the desire or you're like, what's the point? You know, if you have that, that nihilistic, what's the point kind of mindset, well, that I think that your spirituality is lacking and you're not connected with why you're here and the the power and the gift you've been given with your life. So that's where you get all hippy-dippy, woo-woo, gobbledygook, um, <laughs> esoteric stuff. But if you're not feeling inspired, then you're not clear on your values. So you need to look at where in your life you, um, you spend your most time what you think about the most, what inspires you the most, what you talk about the most, where you're most organized, where you're most focused and reliable. And that'll tell you where your values are. And if you if you see the benefits of pulling the weeds out to your highest value, then you're always going to pull the weeds out. If you tell me, hey, Mitch, you pull the weeds out and uh, you pull the weed out and you grow your the air of your life of your family. If you pull the weeds out of your family, you sort some of the stuff with your family out, then it's actually going to help with your highest value of mindset. It's going to help you think better. I'll be like, fuck yeah, every time I'm going to do that. And to me, family's not a high value. But when I know that being with my family is going to help me with my highest value, I do it every time. Because remember what I said at the start, you will only ever do things that you see more benefits to than drawbacks. So that's the spiritual kind of side is get clear with your values and your your purpose and just look because your life already demonstrates it and you already know why. So number five, no one is able to help me pull the weeds out. So this is your relationships and communication area of life. So if you're down in the dumps and you think that humans are shit and everyone's a dick and all men are scumbags and, you know, that kind of stuff where you're just like, oh, everyone else is out to get me. Um, no one's going to help me. No one, no one likes me. If you're in that kind of mindset, then I would say you have some, some guilt, shame, resent towards others because you're right. Everyone is a dick. Everyone can you can be a see you next Tuesday and an asshole. Like, and I'll willingly admit that I'm a fucking asshole every time. And when people say you're being a dick, I'm like, thanks for noticing because I am a dick. I don't want to be nice all the time because being a dick is going to help me in life and it serves me because sometimes I need to stand up for myself. Sometimes I need to tell people that they've crossed a boundary and I'm fucked off and I want to tell people, but I'm, I do it out of love and gratitude. I don't I don't get angry or I'm not a dick just to be a dick. I'm a dick because I know who I am and what I want and what I'm here to do. 
And I know that within my set of values, I'm fucking amazing at what I do. And I provide a lot of value. And that's not being cocky, arrogant. I mean, I'm sure there is some stuff to own around that because, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm exaggerating and being dramatic for, for a podcast. I mean, I, I don't walk around thinking my shit doesn't stink and the sun, the, the sun shines on my ass. Like that's part of the reason why I do think I'm an asshole is because I don't, uh, I, I know that the sun sh- doesn't shine out my ass and I do things wrong. And I get pissed off just like everyone else. I'm a fucking human. Everyone can be a dick sometimes. If there was a, a camera always following you 24-7 for your entire life, do you, are you going to tell me that you have never, never in your life been perceived or perceived yourself as being an asshole or a dick? Okay, chances are you're a dick as well. So if you think that I'm a dick and you're not a dick and you're nice, then that's a fantasy because everyone is all 4,628 traits. Um, so everyone, to, to sum up the, you know, no one's able to help me pull the weeds out. If you look at someone and you think they're better than you, if you think they're worse than you, if you think that they have something that you don't or you have something that they don't, it's a fantasy and you need to identify what it is you see in them because everything you see in them is a reflection of you. You spot it, you fucking got it. You spot it, you got it. Everyone is a reflection of you. Everyone. So if you think someone's an asshole, if you think I'm an asshole, then uh, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> so yeah, the the whole communication and relationship um, area of your life, no one's able to help me. Okay, what's the benefit of other people not helping you? Who, how can I improve my relationship so that others are more likely to help me? Because once you're clear on your values, you will be able to identify other people's values and everything is communi- Well, everyone communicates through their highest value and that's where they're the most effective and productive communicators is. So if I went up to someone who had a highest value on family and I said, hey, can you help me with the garden and bring the kids? I reckon it would be a lot of fun. We have a slide and a playground. Do you think that would work? Someone with kids is going to fucking love that because they're like, awesome. That's for my kids. But if I said to someone who doesn't give a fuck about family, if I said, hey, come over and do the gardening um, your kids can play with my kids and we'll have a good time. They'll be like, and eh, nah, I've got to work on my business. So once you're clear on other people's values, it's not that you're, I mean, you are manipulating them, but people like to be manipulated because that's why you go to the chiropractor because the chiropractor manip- manipulates your spine and is going to adjust you so that you feel better. So, you know, communicating in someone's values isn't, well, it is manipulation, but it's not, um, tyrannical manipulation. It's, you're not malevolent. You're not trying to do it because you're evil and you're you just want you're a horrible person. And right, it's not that kind of manipulation. It's like, hey, I I want some help. I reckon that if you helped me, that you would get some help out of it as well. So, hey, do you reckon you could come and play with your kids and bring your kids? And they'll be like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. But if you said to them, oh, hey, can you come over and help me with the gardening? 
And that's all you said. They don't have a high value on gardening. They don't give a fuck. So their brain's not going to accept it and it's going to reject it. And then if they do come over, then they might be doing it out of guilt or resent. And you don't want that. Why on earth would you want anyone to do anything for you that they feel guilt or resent for? I don't want that. Because then they're going to resent me and resent's going to build up in them. And then our communication and our relationship gets disempowered. So I would rather be upfront with people and be like, hey, the only reason I do anything is because it benefits me and I see more benefits in doing it. Right now, obviously, I don't walk in there every fucking conversation and, and say that. But when you communicate through someone's highest values, that is where you're going to have the best relationships. That is where you're going to learn the most from their highest values. So lie, everyone's got different set of values. It's like a unique thumbprint to you. So I've got a set of values. I need some help because it's not within gardening isn't one of my highest values. So I need some help. I'm going to reach out, communicate into the other person's values so that they can come and help me with my values. I help them with my values. They get more empowered in all areas of their life. And then they help me with all uh, with all areas of my life and with their values and I get more empowered. So it's everyone's just filling up their own buckets, right? There's a constant flow of water. Everyone's growing stronger. Everyone's getting more water because everyone's bucket is overflowing because we're all living our values and just being you, just being us. The greatest gift you can give the world is being yourself. And then number six, before I run out of time here, I've got four minutes is I don't care what the garden looks like. So that is where the beauty, materialistic kind of area of life is. I think that, you know, whether we admit it or not, your looks, they they matter. And if you think that your looks don't matter and you're just going to, you know, live in a fucking homeless shelter your life, not that there's anything wrong with that, you're just going to wear shitty clothes. You're going to um, not work on your physical appearance or you don't care about how you look or what things you have or people are going to always perceive you in the first sense that someone sees you in is their visual sense. So as soon as someone sees you, they whether you like it or not, they're judging you. So, And you need to also, if you don't care what the garden looks like, you need to be grateful for what you have. If you say, I don't care what it looks like, I don't care what I look like, well, you should fucking care what you look like. Well, I don't want to say should, but you will be more empowered if you care what you look like because there's a high chance that you will be more grateful and you will love what you do. If you just think, oh, I don't care what the garden looks like, well, what the fuck's the point of life? Do you care about anything? Because eventually that area of life is going to come to bite you in the ass and you'll get, you'll realize that, you know, actually looks do matter because saying you don't care about looks or looks don't matter or whatever, I don't think that's balanced. So that is an area of life that you can slowly start to evolve and empower yourself in. I know it's not everyone's highest priority to look nice and to have nice things and, you know, I'm probably projecting um, onto you because that's, Obviously, one of my highest values is beauty. So, 
yeah. But anyway, there's the six reasons. There's the garden. I hope you liked it. I, I got more into the flow at the end there. But once again, to recap the six excuses for not pulling your weeds out. I don't have enough time to pull the weeds out. I don't have enough money to pull the weeds out. I don't have enough energy to pull the weeds out. I'm not inspired to pull the weeds out. No one is able to help me pull the weeds out. Everyone's an asshole. I don't care what the garden looks like. So they're the six things, the six areas. Um, one of the areas I actually missed out on was the career or your vocation. Um, so, you know, that would look like, well, what's the point of gardening? Because I need to focus on my career and growing my wealth and my legacy or whatever it is, right? Or my capacity to lead and manage others in a business and serve others. But I mean, if you can't fucking make your own bed, how do you expect to teach and lead others to make their own bed and, you know, clean the weeds out of their garden? So that's the career if you want to add that as well. But uh, yeah, another little quick fix of uh, Mitch Ping and for your drive home or you drive to work or you walk on the beach or you're sitting in your room or whatever you're doing, uh, your masturbation session, <laughs> your ASMR sleeping session. Um, I think someone said that to me once. Oh yeah, I really like your podcast because it helps me sleep. And I'm like, oh, that's... um. <laughs> I mean, whatever floats your boat, sure. But let me know what you think, guys. Uh, any other topics, anything you didn't understand, anything you want me to explain more. And just remember, life is not that serious. Just go out and fucking get it.